0: Hello, my name is Isaac, and today I will be reading Percy Jackson and the Last Olympian, Chapter 20. We win fabulous prizes. The three fates themselves took Luke's body. I hadn't seen the old ladies in years, since I'd witnessed them si- slip, snip a life thread at a roadside fruit stand when I was twelve. They'd scared me then, and they'd scared me now. Three ghoulish grandmothers with bags of knitting needles and yarn. One of them looked at me, even though she didn't say anything. My life literally flashed before my eyes. Suddenly I was twenty, then I was all middle-aged man, then I turned old and withered. All the strength left my body, and I saw my own tombstone and an open grave, a coffin being lowered into the ground. All this happened in less than a second. It is done, she said. The fate held up the snippet of blue yarn and I knew it was the same one I'd seen 4 years ago the lifeline I'd watched them snip I thought it was my life now I realized that it was Luke's They'd been showing me the life that would have been that would have to be sacrificed to set things right They'd gathered up Luke's body now wrapped in a white and green shroud and began carrying out of the throne room Wait Hermes said the messenger god was dressed in his classical outfit of white Greek robes, sandals, and helmets. And helmet. The wings on his of his helm fluttered as he walked. The snakes George and Martha curled around his caddius, murmuring, Luke, poor Luke. I thought about May and alone in their kitchen, baking cookies and making sandwiches for a son who would never come home. Hermes unwrapped Luke's face and kissed his forehead. He muttered some words in ancient Greek. A final blessing. Farewell, he whispered. Then he nodded and allowed the fates to c- allowed the fates to carry away his son's body. As they left, I thought about the great prophecy. The lines now made sense to me. The hero's blade, the hero's soul, cursed blade shall reap. The hero was Luke. The cursed blade was the knife he would given Annabeth long ago. Cursed because Luke had broken his promise and betrayed his friends. A single choice shall end his days. My choice, to give him the knife, and to believe, as Anveth had, that he was still capable of setting things right. Olympus to preserve or raise. By sacrificing himself, he had saved Olympus. Rachel was right. In the end, I wasn't really the hero. Luke was. And I understood something else. When Luke had descended into the river stakes, he would have had to focus on something important that would have held him to his normal mortal life. Otherwise, he would have dissolved. I'd seen Annabeth, and I'd had a feeling he had too. He had pictured that scene Hestia showed me of himself in good old days with Thalia and Annabeth when he promised that they would be a family. Hurting Annabeth in the battle had shocked him into remembering that promise. It had allowed his mortal conscience to take conscience to take over again, and I'd defeat Kronos. His weak spot, his Achilles heel, had saved us all. Next to me, Annabeth's knees buckled. I caught her. But she cried out in pain, and I realized I'd grabbed her broken arms. "'Oh my gods,' I said. "'Nanimeth, I'm so sorry.' "'It's all right,' she said. And she passed out in my arms. "'She needs help!' I yelled. "'I've got this.' Apollo stepped forward. His fiery arm was so... armor was so bright, it was hard to look at. And his matching ray bands and perfect smile made him look like a male model for Battle Gear. "'God of Medicine at your service.' He passed his hand over Annabeth's face and spoke an in incashe- incantation. Immediately, the bruises faded. Her cuts and scars disappeared. Her arms straightened and she sighed in her sleep. Apollo grinned. She'll be fine in a few minutes. Just enough time for me to compose a poem about our victory. Apollo and his friends save Olympus. Good, eh? Thanks, Apollo, I said. I'll um, let you handle the poetry. The next few hours were a blur. I remembered my promise to my mother. Zeus didn't even blink an eye when I told him my strange request. He snapped his fingers and informed informed me that the top of the Empire State Building was now lit up blue. Most mortals would just have to wonder what it meant, but my mom would know. I had survived. Olympus was saved. The gods set about repairing the throne room, which went surprisingly fast with twelve super-powerful beings at work. Grover and I cared for the wounded, and once the sky bridge reformed, we greeted our friends who had survived. The Cyclops had saved Thalia from the fallen statue. She was on crutches, but otherwise she was okay. Connor and Travis Toll had made it through with only minor injuries, he promised they hadn't even looted the city much. They told me my parents were fine, though they weren't allowed into Mount Olympus. Mrs. O'Leary had dug Chiron out of the rubble and rushed him off to camp. The stoles looked kind of worried about the old centaur, but at least he was alive. Katie Gardner reported that she'd seen a Rachel Elizabeth Dare run out of the Empire State Building at the end of the battle. Rachel looked so unharmed, had looked unharmed, but nobody knew where she'd gone, which also troubled me. Nico D'Angelo came into Olympus to hero's welcome, his father right behind him, despite the fact that Hades was only supposed to be uh, on Olympus, on the winter solstice. The god... Of the dead looked stunned when his relatives clapped him on the back. I doubt he'd ever gotten so much and en- gotten such an enthusiastic, enthusiastic welcome before. Clarice marched in, still shivering from her time in the ice block. The Ares bellowed, then and then Ares bellowed, "There's my girl!" The god of war ruffled her hair and pounded her on the back, calling her the best warrior he'd ever seen. That dragon slaying—that's what I'm talking about. She looked pretty overwhelmed. All she could do was nod and blink, like she was afraid he'd start hitting her. But eventually, she began to smile. Hera and Hephaestus passed me, and while Hephaestus was a little grumpy about me jumping onto his throne, he thought I'd done a pretty bang-up job, mostly. Hera sniffed, sniffled in disdain. I suppose I won't destroy the, that little girl now. Annabeth saved Olympus, I told her. She convinced Luke to stop Kronos. Hmph. Hera whirled away in a huff, but I figured our lives would be safe, at least for a little while. Dionysus's head was still wrapped in a bandage. He looked at me up and down and said, Well, Percy Jackson, I see Pollux made it through, so I suppose you aren't completely inept. It's all thanks to my training, I suppose. Um, yes, sir, I said. Mr. Di- Mr. D nodded. As thanks for my bravery, Zeus has cut my probation at that miserable camp in half. I only na- I now only have fifty years left instead of one hundred. Fifty years, huh? I tried to imagine putting up with Mr. D till I was an old man, assuming I lived that long. Don't get too excited, Jackson, he said, and I realized he was saying my name correctly. I still plan on making your life miserable. I couldn't help smiling. Naturally. Just so we understand each other. He turned and began repairing his grapevine throne, which had been singed with fire. Groover stayed at my side. From time to time, he would break down in tears. So many nature's beards dead, Percy. So many. I put my arm around his shoulder and gave him a rag to blow his nose. You did a great job, G-Man. We will come back for them from this. We will we'll plant new trees. We'll clean up the parks. Your friends will be reincarnated to better worlds. He sniffled dejectedly. I- I suppose. But it was hard enough to rally them before. I'm still an outcast. I would barely get anyone to listen to me about Pan. Now will they ever listen to me again? That led them into a slaughter. They will listen, I promised, because you care about them. You care about the wild more than anyone. He tried for a smile. Thanks, Percy. I- I hope- I hope- You know I'm really proud to be your best friend. I patted his arm. Luke was right about one thing, G-Man. You're the bravest hitter I ever met. He blushed, but he could... But before he could say anything, Conchhorns blew. The army of Poseidon walked into the throne room. And that was as far as I'm going to read today. I'm really sorry, guys. I just have really bad stomach ache. Five... Um pages was around of five pages was as mu- much as I could do. Is that or nothing? So hopefully that's a decent amount or enough. Next episode will be a ten pager and um that will be one of the last episodes actually. Only a couple couple more. Just a few cause this was chapter twenty. Um Let me just scroll scroll. To the back of the book. Let me just scroll... Wait, I'll just scroll to the front of the book. I'm so stupid. Oh, my. Oh, my, oh, my, gee. G. Uh, there is... 23 chapters. We are on 22 and a half right now. We're almost done with the book. Almost. Um... And I say that as it's a good thing, but I'm not really sure. This, um... This whole series has given me so much. <laughs> Just everything, yeah. Help me. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I don't know. I've gotten so much more confident in my reading, by the way. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm probably going to leave this in, though, because uh, why not? But yeah. Um. I'm so confused right now. Isaac out.